Welcome back, everybody. I am Ben. That is Gage, and that is Tommy, and we're here for another edition of Man Cave Sports Talk. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with me tonight and talking sports ball. Sports and, uh, you know, things ball. and pucks and balls and... Yes. Yes. Whole lot we're of pucks. still missing an um, individual. If you have seen him, please feel free to call uh, 1-800-CRIME. So, I mean, uh, yeah, no, seriously, Dan... Uh, Hope everything is uh, working out all right. <laughs> we'll see you soon, hopefully. Uh, we have had word that he may be making an appearance here soon, so we'll see. We'll see. At this point, I feel like it's almost a guess, ex- you know, guess appearance. It well, maybe you know, who, who we'll, knows? We'll pull out the you know the streamers and the banners and everything, and you know, really uh, welcome him. Red carpet, red carpet, and all. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, guys, a little bit of interesting stuff going on this week in some sports. What uh, kind of sports would you say? What kind of sports would I say? Well, I mean, uh, I'm just going to, we're not even going to finish it. We're just going to start. Tonight, kickoff of NBA. Okay, guys, everybody got that? Tonight, first first game kick of the off. NBA. Yay. You mean, uh, jump, you mean tip, tip off? off? Tip off, tip whatever. Off, tip off. You know, jump ball. Tip off the season. Jump ball. alley yeah. Says the guy who played basketball. <laughs> I did up. play. I did play basketball in high school and college. It's kind of funny. I just. Um, I, I can't yeah. wait to hear what ten teams he roots for in the NBA. Uh, yeah, we're not we'll save that for another show. Yeah, yes. we don't have time for that tonight. So, um, with that being said, so yeah, you got everybody. If you have a team, they they started playing basketball tonight, possibly. So, go check them out. Uh, currently, uh, Sixers and Celtics are tied at sixty-three to halftime. Okay, enough said. College football. There were some, there were some doozies out there this weekend in some college Ooh. football action. Something big uh, happened, right? Yeah. Uh, the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide going down. Did they? They, they get rolled. They, they, they got rolled. The tide got rolled. The tide got rolled. Uh, the Tennessee Volunteers taking them down. Um, it was a good game uh, overall. I, I wasn't sure who was going to come out on top on that one, but uh, the Vols pulled it off um, at home in Knoxville, taking down uh, Alabama, and uh, they have now swapped, I believe, spots in standings. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, Alabama went to six, and Tennessee uh, jumped all the way to three. Yeah. Wow. So. That's a, it's a lot, but uh, the other interesting story coming out of that was uh, the fans swarmed the uh, the the field and uh, did what they did when they did it, wow, what, however many years ago, and they tore down the goalposts, and uh, now there is a official link to donate money to repairing the torn down goalposts. For this Tennessee is why we volunteers. can't have nice things. Heaven forbid would, that school use any of its other, you know, right, all the funds. Uh, I feel like they have many more funds. Don't they have boosters? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You would you would figure the boosters would take care of this one. I, I did see a TikTok that it is already up today. So it's obviously not going to be an issue going forward. But yeah, to ask for donations when you are an SEC school that makes a lot of money. Yeah. Silly. Yeah. So I'm I yeah I I can't get behind that whole you know school asking for people for money thing 
<laughs> that's a, yeah that's i a, don't i don't yeah. know how i feel about that oh uh, yeah so but that's, that's a big win for the vols uh we'll see if uh, alabama can climb their way back into a possible spot to uh be in the top four um i don't know they'd have to win out the sec uh i for that to happen and i don't know if that's going to happen yeah they, um, they would um they would have to have tennessee basically fall at this point that they'd is, have to have tennessee fall and georgia fall and georgia they would have to play in the sec game yeah um if tennessee were to fall play georgia in the sec game to probably get into the top four for the playoffs which right is, would yeah. not be the first time i i don't know i i'm i'm glad to see it i mean we we all have a buddy dylan he he's a big bama fan and uh you know but you know it's time to see some other teams up there possibly it'll be nice to see but with that being said uh clemson pulls out a tight one against florida state our buddy dan his seminoles uh going down there i feel like this is why he's missing well (laughs) you know i mean his team was was like doing well and i think that he felt maybe he was on a roll and he wasn't here so he didn't want to break tradition or superstition or whatever and then he maybe put a lot of money on his team and then lost it yeah i feel i feel like maybe he's pulling a ray finkel or something and he's 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 kidnapped somebody on the team at this point and holding them hostage that's a good possibility or maybe he uh the mascot maybe he maybe he got a loan shirt uh to to do get this money for betting and maybe he's on the run at this man there's so many layers to this onion it's so uh, many so many so many. <laughs> um but yeah so what so, rank is clemson now clemson's number four number so four uh, no, they're, they're number they are number five they did drop one. Oh, did uh, they drop one they want oh, yeah, to drop yeah, so one because because michigan who had a also a uh, big win this week huge win against penn state huge. penn state who was ranked number 10 at the time they absolutely dominated one 41 to 17 yeah and and the thing was is it was supposed to be you know Penn State had this great has this great defense and you know were they you know be able to stop Michigan and uh, clearly they did not because it was forty one to seventeen in that game. I mean that that Michigan running offense is insane yeah. four hundred and eighteen yards. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot of yards. That's on the ground. That's an entire game worth of yards. By itself, yes. So, um, yeah, big props to them. Uh, I, I'd like to see Michigan up there. Um, it'll, it'll give a give it more meaning when they meet meet up against the Ohio State University in a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, if this Week. keeps if this keeps going, everybody's gonna be wearing khaki pants on the campus and at games. That's <laughs> true. Uh, so yeah, we got uh, yeah, Michigan. So Michigan's number four. They are number four. So Michigan leapfrogged to number four. Yep. Um, another U.S. Uh, another team that went down that was undefeated was USC, um, losing to Utah. Um, it was in Utah, so and it was a close one. It was forty-three to forty-two. So I mean, you know, take that one really, as is. Yeah, it. it Utah's I mean, a good squad, but you know USC. Riley, you know, 
They yeah, were on I a mean, good run. The, the, the quarterback for USC, he couldn't have done much better. You know, over 350 yards, five TDs, zero interceptions. You know, you basically play a perfect game. You still lose. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's where it comes down to. Obviously, your defense is lacking because I'm mm-hmm. looking. I'm, you're looking at. I look at all these scores, and I'm like, wow. You know, Alabama Tennessee, 49 to 52. Uh, the USC Utah game, 42 43. Oklahoma State TCU, 40 43. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I mean, that's just James Madison, who was ranked, um, 38 45. It, it's just. A lot of very so what you're high saying scoring. is no defensive players are getting drafted this year in the NFL. <laughs> it's a possibility at this point. <laughs> very big possibility because it's just yeah, everybody is out there running scores up. Um, yeah. So TCU, like I said, uh, they took down Oklahoma State. They were both undefeated, uh, and now Oklahoma State is defeated once. So. That comes out of the big. That's obviously out of the Big Twelve. That's a. It's a big move for TCU to possibly push for their way for a Big Twelve team to work their way into the top spot, one of the top spots to play in. Uh, try to get in a playoff, but I don't know if TCU's defense is good enough um, to garner that kind of. Um, I don't know what the word I'm think trying to think of here, but I it, they just. They're not that great. I mean, and I, and I say that respectively. Yeah. Quality attention. Yeah. I, I say that because even though I know KU, I try not to talk about them too much, but KU put a lot of points up against them also last week. So they're not even ranked anymore. Yep. After losing to Oklahoma, KU goes down. Drops I, out say, of I don't 20. see any about Kansas on this one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who's yeah, we'll the top? Who's the, the top side. four right now? Georgia, right now Georgia, Ohio, Ohio State, Tennessee, and Michigan. Yep. So I mean, you know, you kind of think Ohio State, sure, Georgia, sure, but you have Michigan and you have, um, Clemson, right? You said. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, not Clemson. Clemson. Oh, five. Tennessee. 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 Yeah. So I mean, mm-hmm. those are two newer teams. You know, you don't n- normally see them around here. I mean, Michigan's always kind of floating in the the top ten, right? But yeah. they always usually have some sort of epic fail, and it's usually at the hands of Ohio State, right? Um, so that's going to be a big match matchup. When when is that happening? Yeah. So the the biggest thing with those two teams, or even the top four in general, right, is that Tennessee and Georgia, if they both went out the rest of their games, they will meet an SEC championship game. Right. And then same thing for Ohio State and Michigan. If both of those teams went out through the rest of the year, they also have to meet into the uh, Big Ten championship game. I don't believe that. I'll check real quick. But no, actually, like, don't, Michigan, don't they Michigan and Ohio State Ohio always State play. The, it's the last, last game week, of the year. Last yeah. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always play each other, I feel like. They, yeah, they're in the east of the Big Ten yeah. or whatever. So there's, there's still a good possibility that they um, play each other again in the championship game as yeah because well. there's just not enough big 10 mm-hmm. out there i mean you you have illinois who's ranked 18th penn state who they just lost so i wouldn't think that they would be in contention um obviously not going to be in contention because no because they have to pull somebody from the west don't they it's true but they get 
Yeah, yeah, this is true. So if West, your best team over there is Illinois right now at 18 rank. Yeah. Everyone else is not. But yeah, right. Very true. And they have them the second to last week on the 19th. So that's, so, some, that's hmm. something that's, that's some pretty cool stuff, you know, like that, you know, they'll face off potentially in their conference playoffs and big game to kind of determine where they're going to finish their ranks. Right. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, their best, yeah, it would be Illinois, maybe Purdue, maybe, but it just depends on how the season kind of rolls out for the next few games for them. So yeah, uh, be a big Georgia and Tennessee play two weeks. It, let's put it this way: it could it it could help or it could hurt them. Thinking about it, because you you have Power Five schools, right? If let's say TCU wins out and they go undefeated, well, they should probably end up moving up to a top four spot because it's a Power Five Big Twelve school, right? Say USC has. A great rest of the season and they roll through everybody else also yeah they have the one loss but they're a power five school so you know it, it'll it'll be interesting to see how it rolls out i guess but uh i guess it's just all speculation at this point. all but, all top four teams playing each other in the regular season is is very interesting for sure okay um Let's move on to some NFL action, shall we? I like it. I like it. Like it. We're just kind of cruising through this one. A yeah, yeah, bit yeah. We're, we're let's let's cruise through some of these topics too. There's, there's a lot going around. We don't know full details, but like one of the big things going on right now is the Washington Commanders. The drama. You got Wentz is hurt. You know, you're probably gonna have Heineke. You know, pop a cold one next week. Um, for week seven, um, you got Rivera calling out his quarterback and then backtracking. Um, and then you got Dan Snyder, more dirt surfacing on him. It's just like everything keeps going wrong for the commanders. It's just yeah. like they should literally just <laughs> fold it up at this point. Uh, I, 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 he, and Dan Snyder's being defiant. You had Jim Ursay come out today and basically call him out and saying, yeah, I'm not surprised. And I'm sure if you dig more, you'll find some stuff on him. Basically that's, that's it, high paraphrasing it, right there. I, here's the thing. You ever heard this, the, uh, don't throw rocks at a glass, glass house. Window. Yeah. Don't throw yeah. rocks on a glass house. Yep. Jim Hersey really shouldn't be talking a whole lot. I yeah. mean, I mean, I get it. People have demons and this and that, but this man has been busted for drugs and alcohol and like, and I'm here, like I'm in Indy. So like, it, it's interesting. Like, I, I would, yeah, probably should have, you know. And that's, this thing is, is, is like Dan Snyder was saying, if, if, if anyone tries to take me down, I'm taking them all down with me because I got dirt on all of them. Right, and then Ursay was asked about that. He's like, "I don't care." He's like, "You guys know." He's like, "What worse can you find out about me?" That's yeah. that's that's basically what his reaction was and what he said. What worse can yeah. you find and out about me? Jerry Jones also uh, called him out and said, "Go for it." You know? Yeah, 
Yeah, but at the same time, Jerry Jones also said that the league or, you know, all the talks about Dan Snyder selling the team or being forced to sell the team, like that's nothing. Like nobody has been speaking about that within the league. It's all been like media driven and everything. And then here comes right. Jim Irsay, like right after. <laughs> like, nah, yeah. I'm calling him. I'm saying he needs to sell the team. So let's not try and put a put a pretty bow on this, you know, monstrosity and and train wreck over here that is the commanders I, I feel so bad for the fans dude i feel so bad for those fans yeah, they lose their name <laughs> and then you know yeah i mean but again the way the way that it, they had to lose the name because the, the owner again being stubborn and he's doing it again he's so defiant it's just like i feel i feel bad for the fan base yeah i mean Here's the thing. Let's look at this. Wentz gets the win in their game. He only throws for 99 yards. It was an ugly, ugly Thursday night football game. Got 99 um, yards, but a touchdown he won. Yeah. Three sacks. Again, proving that he's not, that he, they have no line to protect the man. <laughs> I, I just. You know, I can't go on the it's it's just wince. You know, I mean, like you know, like we said, yeah. Rivera says you know quarterback, and then backtracks and is like, well, I if here's the thing, you you gotta maybe before you open mouth and insert foot to situation like that, you gotta think about how you were gonna put it out there. And instead, he just said quarterback, and then comes back and tries to say, well, it's just we've had multiple quarterbacks over the last few years or, or whatever and we haven't been consistent and this and that. Okay, I can kind of understand that because they have, but at the same time, like before this game, the man was throwing up some numbers. It just, he was. And and still being sacked and still like, I mean, still yeah. hearing for his he life. He throwing up those Wentz numbers though, those deceiving numbers. Like, that's pretty good. And then you saw the well, he's got a couple interceptions too. Well, but when he's had to throw the ball, no, I, I mean, trust me, I get it. I mean, it's it's been Wentz. It's like it's vintage Wentz. As I keep saying, it's, vintage Wentz. Yeah, it's it's all also you know he's he's having to throw for fifty sixty times in a game because they're not leading in the first half. Right. If you're if you're falling behind in the first half, the second half you got to go all out with your throws. So again, it is it is a little deceiving for sure. Yeah. Agreed, agree. Um, but you know, we'll see where that ends up and what 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 more comes out of that. Um, but the 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 soap opera that is the Commanders continues. Yeah. Um, speaking of soap operas, everybody, everybody see Robbie Anderson this weekend? Yeah. Yo, I want to know what happened that he just went off. Is it? You think it's just because he wasn't getting targeted like so, so much? So the the story is that came out was that he was uh, upset that they held him out on a uh, third down situation, and he is probably their best wide receiver, especially in deep deep routes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and yeah. and and they they kept him out when he feels that he should have been left in. I'm not saying he's wrong, but the way you approach that situation is definitely. Definitely not right, right. In my opinion, Definitely and it's hard to see how that like screaming in his face. Yeah, it's hard to see how that actually really started. Was it a conversation, and the coach said something too? Because it seemed like 
it seemed like the head coach, the interim head coach, Wilkes, um, was kind of like a little upset at, at his wide receivers coach, you know, for yelling at Robbie Anderson too, but eventually was just like, all right, Robbie, you need to go. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, 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 uh, it was like, it was like Antonio Brown all over again, but now Robbie Anderson, he's already gone. That was Sunday. Yeah. And come, you know, Tuesday, he's gone. He's off to the Cardinals. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that the Cardinals may have lost Hollywood Brown for yeah. an extended period of time. Yeah. I don't know if that's been official or anything yet, how long he might be out, but he looks like he might have he might be out for a while. Yeah, I mean and and they needed another target. Well, they're getting, you know, Hopkins back this week, I, I believe. Um, Hopkins is going to be off his suspension, so he'll have him back. They have Ertz. It would have been Hollywood yeah, Brown. Rondell Moore just came back from, from uh, injury as well, and Rondell Moore was... Being ready, though. I mean... I, Hopkins is Hopkins. I mean, he's, he's a world-class athlete. I'm sure he's not sitting out like... world-class athlete. If anything, Hopkins was going to be a he's distraction a, and give Hollywood Brown more yards. Yeah. So, so I, it's, it's definitely a good pick up by the Cardinals. Um, but Robbie Anderson has also made it known on, he's a very outspoken wide receiver. Right. Um, but he's definitely made it known in the off season this year about the potential that Baker was coming, which Baker ended up coming to Carolina, um, saying that he didn't want him as his quarterback, basically. And it ended up happening anyways. Um, and I'm sure there's there's probably more to this than just him getting into the face of wide receivers coach. Yeah, clenching yeah. his fist, you know, kind of like kind of uh, uh, sizing up his wide receivers coach as if he's going to fight him or something. Um, so I'm sure there's been more than just that situation behind the scenes that we are not aware of. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens with Robbie Anderson. All I know is I think that might be good for my fantasy football team. Um, <laughs> having him sit on the bench <laughs> doing nothing. Um, but you know, Carolina is still there. There's a lot of trade talks around Christian McCaffrey. We mm-hmm. don't know what's going to happen with that. So we got to, we got to see what's going on in Carolina. Um, you know, DJ Moore might get moved, which I know you said Robbie Anderson is probably the best wide receiver. DJ Moore is their utility wide receiver. Like, yeah. Um, he's very, good he's just not, be, he's, he's, three. he's, he's really not being used. He's supposed to be their number one and he's not really yeah. getting used like they were prior to with Sam Darnold, honestly. Sam Darnold was utilizing him better. Um, and maybe, I don't know, maybe it has to do with some, because of the fact that Baker Mayfield can't do some things that Sam Darnold can do, or he could do more things that Sam Darnold could do, and they tried to do too much with Baker. I don't know. But we'll we'll see what happens with them. Um, you know, Carolina looks pretty bad for them right now, and and I hope for Christian McCaffrey's sake he does get out of there. Yeah. Um, it's a way, he's such a waste of a talent in that, and on that team right now. So we'll see what happens next. Speaking of more drama, what the heck's going on with Cam Akers? Wasn't Cam Akers supposed to be the guy coming into the season? And now the Rams are like, oh yeah, he played his last snap for us. Where did that come from and why? I mean, it had to be, you know, locker room slash something during the week because obviously he he must have he's not getting the touches that he wanted probably and rightfully so because he just wasn't producing when he was getting the touches 
here's the thing, right? Like, he's supposed to be the guy, right? And so when he does go in, it's kind of one of those things where does the defense understand that that's when he's going to get the ball, and so they know how to switch their defense to to stop the run, right? I I don't know. I I don't watch enough of the Rams to know exactly in that drama field, but I feel. I, he, I, I think he could be a good player on another team, but again, it's going to come down. There's a lot of this, like, it just seems there's a lot of, and it's happened over the years, obviously, but it seems like this year there's a lot of more out wanting to, or wanting to voice their opinion players. And yeah, and it's, it's interesting you say that. Yeah. It just seems like that they're, they're just baiting the hook for them to get the trade because they don't want to be there anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's good, Keach. Yeah, it's 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 almost like um, it, it kind of seems like the NFL, as far as the players go, are starting to be more outspoken and demanding, as in like the NBA, for instance. Right. You know, the, the NBA players are absolutely oh, all God, about just <laughs> um, absolutely just about saying anything. You know, to you know, trade me, it doesn't matter. I won't play with for you. Um, and now, obviously, the NFL is a much larger scale with so many more players and a lot of stars, obviously. And it's, it seems it's kind of going that way. I don't know if it's just like the mentality of all the players coming in and that kind of like new generation. You know, Cam Akers, he's only 23 years old. He's been in the league for what, two years now? I believe um, so. I think it was his rookie season last season. Maybe the year before yeah. that. Yeah, I, th- I think the year before that. So he's in year three right now. He's only 23. Granted, for a running back, your prime is from 23 to 28. And after that, you're, you're done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's going into his prime. And he, he's supposed to be a good running back, like you said. The lead running back for that Rams team. But who knows? Maybe the Rams uh, you know, find a way somehow to get Christian McCaffrey over there. Yeah. I mean, imagine... The Rams of Christian McCaffrey. I mean, they, they're, they're, the Rams finally just started using Allen Robinson last week. And, you know, you saw there was definitely some success there. And Allen Robinson, you saw, was fired up about it. He's like, yeah, hey, look at that. Look at that. You throw a ball my direction. I'll catch it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy for him, too, Allen Robinson. He, he definitely deserves more targets. He's a really good wide receiver. Um, but I don't want to get too much on that topic itself. So I'm I'm interested to see where Cam Akers goes, and you know what team really could use a, a running back right now. But you know, Chris McCaffrey, Chris McCaffrey or Cam Akers. You know, I look at probably the Ravens. Lots of injuries, maybe even the Broncos. Um, I know they just picked up Latavius Murray a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. added him, but I don't know. I. To, to kind of go off of that, like I feel, it, maybe maybe it's just me being putting on my tinfoil hat, I guess, so to speak. But you go, you go to the, a lot of these players now with all the different with the the newer over the last few years of the transfer portal and their attitude to being I'm not playing, so I want to go somewhere else mentality. I mean, it just is it transitioning into the NFL now. You know, I think it's just hey. a, it's, it's a culture of you know changing of like listen I'm gonna voice my opinion on what I want you know I'm the one that's either bringing you success you know or, or making money for you um by you know using my namesake and everything and it's 
I, I'm, I'm bringing in the tickets. You know, you know, I'm bringing fans into the stands with my talent, my play. So this is what this is. What I want to express what I w- am interested in doing. But you know, then that goes away from that team first environment. You know, um, yeah. You know, mentality which you see doesn't necessarily work. You know, dissension happens and and teams break down, and then it's they're no longer a strong, strong team. You know, which could be a reason why a, a certain other team we'll talk about a little later is actually having success right now. Um, but let's get into the big matchup. So that was all like the the drama and everything. The drama. Let's just let's just touch base on this big because we have to talk about the Bills versus the Chiefs. This was the one that everybody was circling on the calendar and saying this is the match we need to see. These are the potential top two teams in the league. Um, the 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 rivalry potentially for the next ten years is you yeah. know I Josh mean, Allen and about- Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely. The, yeah. the, the new, new Brady, Brady versus Brady, uh, Manning and Manning, yeah. Rogers, whoever you want to throw into that mix. But um, yeah, it, it did not disappoint. That's for sure. And um, Josh Allen's pretty good, guys. No, uh, really? I, I mean, I mean, he, he he's he's pretty okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's pretty. He's, he's pretty. pretty. He's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he looked really good against the Chiefs defense and. Uh, which I mean, and not take anything away from him on it. it. I mean, their secondary is a little weak in the fact that they're young, but uh, yeah, it was one of those things where the Bills came into that game ready and uh, and played extremely well, and uh, you know they they were able to stop Mahomes from doing some of the Mahomes like things that he's done in the you know in the few games. Asked. I mean, so. Von Von Miller. Yeah, he's 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 just great at picking these teams he wants to go to lately. He goes to the Rams last year and gets a Super Bowl, and then he's like, you know, I'm gonna go to the Bills and get another one while I'm at it, dude. He has two. He had two sacks against uh, Mahomes, which, as we all know, Mahomes is an absolute magician Houdini in that pocket. Right. Yeah. You know, and there were big ones at so the much. end of the game too. Yep. He is he is so close. He has six sacks on the season. Um he four, uh four sacks in his last five games. Um yeah, he he definitely picks the the right moments to to pop off. Yeah, and I think the last interception was was Von Miller in the face of, you know, right about to sack Mahomes and he had to re- throw it quick and didn't see the defender coming in. Yeah. yeah the the pressure, the stats you don't see. Yeah, I mean, they they went in against City, and you know, they uh, repaid them for last year. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be the back and forth like Rocky and Drago yeah. moments. I love, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we we hope to see them meet up again in the playoffs. I'm oh yeah, sure they will. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And Stefan Diggs, by the way, is just. <laughs> ridiculous the cat he made the one catch of the guy was like draped all over him yeah guy was trying to rip the ball out he's so strong for a little guy he, he man stefan diggs is i i yeah he's insane imagine if diggs and justin jefferson were still with the vikings with adam thielen yeah that would that would have been insane more dang, yeah insane I mean, they're already a dangerous team but yeah all right um, something that's that uh 
is interesting here for me. New York teams, and you could throw the Bills into this conversation too. New York teams playing quality football games. Like, I mean, the, the okay, so we saw the Giants beat the Packers, and now the Jets beat the Packers pretty handily. Um, they really took their their weapons out of the game. The Jets defense seems to be pretty uh pretty legit and real. Um, the Giants beat the Ravens, which is I think a more impressive win than the Packers, honestly, because Lamar Jackson, yes, he doesn't necessarily have the wide receiver help right now uh, with Bateman being out and everything, and then you saw his running backs got hurt, but Kenyon Drake still went for, I think, 119 yards um, in, in that game, so it's not like the running back situation was the problem. Uh, the, the, the Giants just really made life miserable for Lamar Jackson, who's you know the guy that's representing himself trying to you get the big payday big. at the end of this at the end of the season, but the I mean, the Giants are I'm I'm starting to say it, the Giants are a team to pay a circle on your calendar as like okay we cannot take them lightly they're gonna they're gonna play to the end of the game no matter what, and uh, Saquon Barkley is really just taking this team man. Taking these team, these these wide receivers that you know down the depth chart, Wandell Robinson finally dress uh, suits up. So you know he he had a touchdown and he 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 started doing some things. And they get Kadarius Tony back at some point. You know that Kadarius Tony is another you know very dangerous wide receiver. You know all of a sudden they start having targets and they start having weapons and then the Giants. Because the issue is probably on offense with the Giants. It's not their defense. The defense is playing very well. Yeah, you got to shore up that line, bro. Yeah, the offensive line still killing us. Sacks. Yep. And, and you get you still have Saquon getting tackled behind you know the line as soon as he touches the ball. You still have that every now and then. But he's doing other things like otherworldly things to get loose and 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 create something very out of nothing, Sander-esque. man. Absolutely, absolutely. So. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I mean, I think you got. I say you guys because, or you, because you're a Giants guy. Um, if you can shore up a couple pieces on that offensive line, I mean, a very real team to be worried about when you see them on your schedule over the next couple of years. Um, if they can keep this team intact and Saquon Barkley can stay healthy, absolutely. Absolutely, I think they 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 may potentially have a trap game coming up here against Jacksonville Jaguars because now this is probably the first game coming in that everyone's saying the Giants should win. Every other game of the season, everyone right. goes the Giants could win, but this is going to be the first time of the season I believe that the Giants will be circled as the team to beat in the matchup. And I don't know. I mean, you saw Jacksonville. Beat up, uh, you know, a couple of teams, um, and, and but they also lost a couple of games too by a lot. And it's just, I don't know what Jacksonville is. So I, I, this, 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 this game scares me a little bit, honestly. Yeah. But we'll see. Which is, which is surprising you to say that because I just looked. Uh, ESPN for whatever reason has Jaguars as a uh, favorite, seventy-two and a half percent to twenty-seven point two percent. Really? Yeah, oh, it's in Jacksonville. Um, it is Giants just played at uh, home, so I'm assuming it's in Jacksonville. It is in Jacksonville, yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe they and, think um, they're a toss up and then they're gonna do the minus three because it's in Jacksonville. 
Yeah, which is which is weird. Uh, as we're supposed to be having a cold front coming down to Florida this weekend, get down to the fifties, which is uh, freezing here. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just had um, snow last get night. Out Let's the not talk about freeze, okay? Get out the snowblowers in Jacksonville, just in case. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, which is very very interesting. Um, I didn't really, I really didn't not think it was going to be that big of a of a gap there, considering Giants are five and one. Yeah, well, that that's actually very surprising. I would have thought they were all gonna say Giants are the team that's favored in this one, but is what it is. And again, with the Jets, um, their defense is really good. I need to see more out of Zach Wilson. He's kind of just yeah. making sure not to mess up, screw up. <laughs> and he has some good wide receivers. Honestly, I mean, I think there's better targets and potentially better weapons on the Jets than there are the Giants right now. So. If you if you switch Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson, how good would the Jets be? Because you know Daniel Jones can make some plays and 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 yeah. he's been hitting passes. He's been he's been he's been putting you know the ball right in the right on the money for for his wide receivers. Imagine throwing a Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I I think you have a you have a point there because I mean. Daniel Jones is definitely an upgrade at this point right now to to Zach Wilson, but uh, I mean Wilson has a cannon, but he they're just not he's not really doing it right now. I right. I think they're just being they're being safe with him after the injury and everything, just making sure he's right. They don't want to put him yep. in a position to get further hurt or to, to hurt his confidence. But um, I'm interested to see if, if Zach Wilson starts letting it fly a little bit more if they start opening up that offense. Because if defense is doing what they're doing, then they, they need to let the the offense just just go at this point. But yeah, I mean they have a they do have a pretty good rushing attack. Brees Hall, the rookie, he's yeah. he's standing out pretty he looks good. Great. You know, he had a he had over hundred yards this past week. Michael Carter only had six rushes, but forty one yards on that. Um so yeah, the if, if you can you know rely on that rushing game and throw some play action passes there, and Zach Wilson RPOs, can connect baby. on them, yeah, RPOs, yeah, all that. It's um, they they can definitely have a scary offense if if they can get it figured out. Yeah, absolutely. Who who's the other wide receiver there? The Garrett Wilson is the one they just drafted, and Corey Davis. Not Corey Davis, the other one. Um, that was that's that was a rookie last season. Arius Braxton. Nope. Uh, oh, why am I blanking on it? I think he's Carter? number eight, I think oh. his number is. I'm blanking on uh, it. I gotta look uh, it up. I'm blanking I'm blanking on it too. He didn't he didn't have any catches last week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He, the game real quick. He he did he didn't have uh yeah, he hasn't been really used as much, but he was he was the big wide receiver like Zell Mims? Huh? No, not even. Not or even Elijah like, Moore. Elijah Moore. That's who it is. Elijah Moore is the other one that, you know, could also be a stud and should be a stud. You know, he played very well last season. Um, I don't know why I was blanking on the name. I guess because he hasn't really done much this season. <laughs> and Garrett Wilson's the one that everybody's talking about because he just looks like something else. And their their cornerback, Sauce Gardner, might be the next best. Uh, it's a new Darrell Revis, man. He's uh, <laughs> He's all over the place. But uh, anyway, that's enough about the Jets. Um, speaking of rivals, another team in the NFC. Yeah, the rival AFC yeah. East. Huh? AFC East. Oh, AFC East. Oh, I thought. 
No, NFC. Giants are NFC. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, right? NFC. Well, it, well you're talking about the transition. next. You're he's transitioning. Oh, you're transitioning. Okay, okay. Ignore me. Oh. Rewind. Okay, go, Ben. We'll cut that part out. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a no, you gotta leave this in. Division. You know, little foe there. My my Philadelphia Eagles. Um, still undefeated. Team? Philadelphia Eagles. My number one team. Is, is that your number one? That's my. Is that your one number one? Is this is number one. This number week? one. This year. This week this, or this forever. Okay. Yeah. I see. What I what I need. All right, is for you to find a picture of the first jersey you ever wore, and then we're gonna deem that as your favorite team. Okay, uh, it doesn't exist. Randall Cunningham, but I don't have it anymore because it's like no, 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 not your first Eagles jersey, first jersey in general. Okay, I just need a picture of it. Uh, it was probably a baseball jersey then. It was Albert Pujols. No, it was a basketball. No, it would have been a basketball jersey, and it would have been either Shaq or Michael Jordan. But anyway, so the Eagles. Yeah. So the the big, big, big division matchup against the Cowboys. This was really going to tell the tale of is are the Eagles potentially for real, and is Dallas Cooper Rush a thing? What did you see out of this game, Ben? I mean, the Eagles, they. They had a couple struggles here and there, but I mean, they figured them out, and uh, it, they've been a very strong first half team all year. They throw up, they throw up their points, and then they kind of just like cruise, right? Seems like maybe get a touchdown or, or a few points in the second half, but they've not really put any major points in the board um, after after the after the first half. So, um, but you know, you had. Uh, uh, what Parsons, who said, well, they don't know how Jake, how good he is because he he hasn't played against our defense. No, played against your defense. And while Parsons definitely wreaked a little bit of havoc out there, um, Hertz still came out on top, and the Eagles taking away that win. Now, you know, it was it was in Philadelphia. You know, maybe a little too rowdy for them them Cowboys. You know, to be playing. We'll see how it goes when they match back up in in Dallas and. Oh, it goes down. But and they have Dak, and they have Dak. But I think that for Cooper, it it became because it was a rival, such a a big rivalry game, and there was a lot. I feel like he probably put a lot more pressure on himself in the situation. Um, maybe didn't perform like he had been in, in the last couple of weeks. But, uh, there might be some more tape out on Cooper Rush too, so they were able yeah. to design some uh, some schemes there to 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 get him to show yeah. his flaws. But it also says a lot about the Eagles' defense, um, because they were able to do pretty well. They didn't they didn't get to him. There was no sacks in the game uh, from the Eagles' side, anyways. Um, but they put a lot of pressure on him. Um, and there was a three, lot of bad balls. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and that was you know Gardner. I mean, and you had, you know, there was some notable people going down for Philadelphia. Gardner went down and late in the third quarter, I think, with his yeah. hand, but he taped he, it he up. He came back. Yep. And he came back in. 
Yeah, like, um, it, I like what I see out of both sides of the ball for the Eagles a lot. Um, I was not sold on Hertz until this year. Um, and after seeing a few games, because, and as and as most Philly um, fans will tell you, or just you know, we had the you know Donovan Nab and Randall Cunningham, and you know we had those years, and then obviously we had the Super Bowl, but that was kind of one of those. Again, it was our defense that helped us with that, and just some of our weapons that we had on the offensive side. But uh, yeah, I. I, I just saw two really good hard hard hitting teams go out there and uh and Eagles being able to, you know, really kind of figure out what Cooper Rush was trying to do and and then just giving and put enough of that pressure on him to 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 throw those interceptions. Yeah, some, and then something though that did happen in that game is you saw a little bit of a resurgence or reemergence of uh Ezekiel Elliott. Um, so that could be a problem for the next game if they have a two-headed monster going and Elliott and Pollard like really running on full cylinders. Next, but as long as our defensive line is healthy, I, I mean, just if if our defense can stay healthy, I don't see an issue with that because we have a really strong defensive line, um, out there to uh to combat the run. I mean, yeah. I I mean I mean most of the offense that they had seemed to have been driven through the running game though, but I think that that's kind of the Eagles said yeah you got to beat us on the ground yeah um we're well, gonna we're gonna make yeah you know we're gonna make you throw um and we're gonna take those throws away when you do make those throws so yeah. I don't know, we'll 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 see uh we'll we'll see what happens. Next next matchup, I guess the next test would be the Eagles versus the Giants, right? Which we don't get that until a number of weeks down the road. Which by then, maybe the Giants story is kind of like weighing down. We, we'll see what happens. Maybe something happens. The Eagles lose a game. Uh, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll don't see. Get the, don't get them until December 11th. I know. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's I think, week 11. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the Eagles have it pretty I mean, you would assume pretty easy coming up here in the next few weeks with Steelers and then Texans and Commanders after that. And I don't know. Steelers had a big win this week. No, they. It's, it's okay. We don't have. We, we won't so. talk about it. But you know, the Steelers oh, had a nice win against the it's against supposedly a really strong defense. Is, is the and uh, a team that had all their wide receivers except for Julio Jones back. It's it's not on the list. So let's it's, just keep. It, we'll just, we'll just is keep the that. is is the Giselle. Thing starting to get to the, <laughs> the old man. Well, we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> it's not on the list. Can we please keep going? Uh, <laughs> okay. So, still first in division. So. <laughs> yeah, no. they'll probably win the division. So, it is what it is. Um, so, in, in New England, Bailey Zappy, which sounds like maybe it's, maybe it's like one of those hard seltzers, but for Bailey's, um, <laughs> you, you know. He, he he looks pretty good. He he doesn't look bad at all. He he looks pretty solid. Um, so you know, Mac Jones comes back. What what's, what are we gonna have there between Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones? We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I mean, I mean, history tells it all. You know, you, you have a hot hand. Yeah, I mean, it's a little right. it's a little early to do that to Mac Jones though. We were talking about Drew Bledsoe <sighs> at that point was a veteran. 
I know yeah. where you're going. I, you're going to Drew, Drew Bledsoe and Brady. I, to an, I just to an look extent. at the team that they to played an, against this last week, and I'm just like, okay. I mean, essentially, I said t- t- that victory for the Patriots, all game managed by Bill Jel- Belichick, which, I, I mean, they all are anyways, but, I mean, just, yeah. And Ramondre Stevenson's pretty good. I mean, Zabby did have 309 yards. That's a lot of yards. yards. When's the last time Mac Jones had that? Well, it's it's been a it's been a hot minute for him for sure. I'd have to look it up, but I, I, I'm not sure if he had that this season. But he, I know he definitely had it last season at some point. But still, it's not a typical Mac Jones performance. But uh, yeah, it's Zappy's doing pretty good. I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what happens when Mac comes back and if he continues to ride the hot hand. Because uh, I believe they've won the last two games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they yeah. shut out the Lions last week, which the Lions last week were top two offense in the league, despite losing all those games. Right, I think they had the most points beside yeah. behind the Bills. <laughs> yeah, or actually behind the Chiefs. 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 So we'll see we'll see that as that continues but uh we don't want to stay on that too long because that's potentially a non-story uh, <laughs> just an interesting thing that we saw and just yeah. could there be something there more drama but something that we do pay attention to reluctantly is uh gauge's trash can power ranking so gauge why don't you give us your top five nfl power rankings lightning bolt crash your audio cue go all right, great, great sound effects. Love it. Um, so, some some people might be a little upset by these rankings, uh, just because um, there's a team who some people uh, feel like deserve a little bit more respect and <laughs> give them respect. Give them respect, but we'll get there in a second. So, number five, I was struggling with this one because while I do believe they may be legit, I. I'm not 100% sure if they're at number five. I ended up giving into it. I did put the Giants, who are five and one, at number five right now. Uh, so, Let's so Tommy, you, you want to comment on how you feel about that, being a Giants fan? I, I mean... You're starting to believe, but do you, do you think they're number five right now? I know it's funny because I'm a Giants fan, but I'm like the... I, it's it's like one of those things. I don't want to be hurt again. <laughs> <laughs> He's just protecting. I just I've, I've, I've been here. Show uh, me on this giant stall where you. I been. don't want this to end poorly. I don't want to. I, I don't want to believe what I'm seeing because it's hard to believe what I'm seeing. But I'm, as I'm thinking about it, they it, how can they not be either number five or number six in the league? So them being there, I like it. Especially the fact that they're number two in the division. I guess, you know, you can probably flip-flop with the Giants and the Cowboys in this situation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what you're going to be ranking the rest of them, uh, uh, you know, if you have the Cowboys in there. But th- that's where I think number five and number six would be is, is the Cowboys and the Giants. So I think this is right in line with that. Um, but, you know, like, I don't want my heart broken again. Like, I was, quit playing games with my heart, Giants. It's It's... I don't, I don't yeah, know. I, I, I was looking at it and I was like, I just don't see any four and two teams who I believe right now, except for uh, my one team was possibly the Chargers. 
or honorable mention this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but they had a really close game last night. weren't weren't explosive offensively, um, so that's why I kept them where I have them at now. But uh, yeah, I, I just figured you know they're five and one. You know they got a pretty good record. We'll we'll keep them there. Let's put it this way: I'm actually watching Giants games like in the middle of red zone coverage now, which is, I haven't done that in years, like flipping to the Giants game just to see what's going on in the game and that drive if it's not in the red zone. <laughs> so that means there's something good is happening. Uh, number six, I have another 5-1 team in uh, the Minnesota Vikings, who uh, I feel like they don't get enough respect. Uh, in the league this year, I feel like they're not being talked about all that much, other than you know, Justin Jefferson doing the gritty. <laughs> I I think it has to do with at number four the 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 win the 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 games that they've played, and I you know I've been saying this to friends and stuff. It's like Kirk Cousins literally only plays half a game. Um, for one half of the game, he's invisible, cannot make a throw. Um. It just looks like awful, just completely awful. And then for another half, he looks like a godsend. He looks like an MVP quarterback. So I don't know. That's that's to me why. I mean, you might even be able to swap the Giants and the Vikings, but I mean, the weapons of the Vikings are way too much between Dalvin Cook, yeah. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Um, it, it it's just it's just too much, and their defense is pretty good too. But Kirk Cousins, man, he when he's on, he's on. When he's, I, I don't know. I, 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 having Justin Jefferson in fantasy football, I could just tell you, without even watching the game, like what is Kirk Cousins doing, and what is that <laughs> offense doing? Because because you, you'll have Justin Jefferson gets no targets, or you'll get like the week before where you had 150 yards in the first half, basically. You know, it's like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, um, I, that, mean, I think that's why it, it, they don't get the respect that you that you're that you're talking about. It's because of the offense is just so up and down. Yeah, I mean, definitely not consistent, but I definitely think uh, their, their defense makes up for it in a sense because um, they are consistent. They they have not given up a ton of points. They have given up points, but not a ton of points in any games this year. Um, so we, I think they're only lost. To this year was was it Eagles? Yeah, Eagles. It was the Eagles. I think it was pretty bad too. It's like twenty four seven or something. Like that. It's not a. Close it's game, pretty bad. Not a not a blowout necessarily for for having um, those offensive weapons. That's pretty bad. Well, um, so that's who I have at, at number four right now. Number three is I have a team who's four and two, but is highly still regarded as a top two or three team. On who you talk to, with the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, we 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 talked about it earlier. Biggest game of the week, one of the biggest games of the regular season this year with against the Bills. Um, just because they lost against the Bills, and he had another very close game uh, ended in a overtime interception. Uh, you, you can't knock them too far down the rankings. I'm, I'm keeping them at three, dropping them down one spot compared to last week. Uh, moving up one spot, though, um, and this is where things get a little heated in this group currently. Uh, we have the Eagles, who are the only undefeated team 
but I still feel like they are not the best team despite that record. Do you want to yell at me now, Ben? I'm I'm just saying uh, undefeated. I, I it they haven't lost, and they just took on a team who is supposedly has one of the top, if not the best defense in the league. You know, not not taking that away from them, not at all. Um, just you know, if, if they did it, if Dak was there, I, I'd be a little bit more convinced. I might put him at number one. I don't know. Cooper, oh, I, here's the thing. I mean, some of those points the Eagles scored early on in that game was because of Cooper Rush's turnovers. So there is there is that piece to it that, that we really didn't like. Dak Prescott turns the ball over too. Oh, hey, you know, again, Cooper Rush. Well, Cooper Rush his, wasn't turning the ball over. He wasn't. Those were the only three interceptions he's thrown all year. Um, and uh-huh. he's a big game manager. We know that. And, and I'm glad that he was finally exposed because of the Cowboys playing some weaker teams in these past few weeks. So Cooper Rush has been able to manage games. Uh, but again, but their de- but their defense being their key piece to and the and the fact that they have Ezekiel Elliott and and whatever you know, being able to run the ball and effectively and stuff again to put to the point that the Eagles' defense is as good as people were saying they were going to be and are. Listen, I, I I don't disagree with you, Ben, that they could be ranked number one. I just feel like the teams that they may have faced off against so far, the Vikings is the best one out of those teams. Um, and the only one that's in this top five ranking that they faced off against, honestly. Um, so other than that, they, they've kind of beat up on some lesser than teams as well so yeah i, I mean i won't they, they, they won by th- they won by three points against lions in week one. and the the lions have only won one game i think this year yeah. despite their high-powered offense um yeah so like, like he's saying it's not exactly the greatest track record of teams that they've played against still not taken away from them being six and those still an achievement in itself. They do have some three or four cupcake games coming up, so they could be, end up being eight and zero easily. And then they go against the Packers, who we don't know what's going on with them right now. So who knows where their record is by the time they get to the Giants? Um, I just I think this other team, who is ranked number one, is better though because they have a better quarterback, better defense. And that quarterback, though, he is, he is definitely MVP favorite now, and that is the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I think it's hard to argue them being the number one team, uh, not being the number one team. It, it's, I think it's pretty, pretty clear. It's, and it's, it's, it's not necess- it's, it, it has to do with the teams that they beat, um, how they beat them, you know, and the fact that. Josh Allen has, you know, the, the, this is now the second game he's played a full game. Other than that, four, four, four games, he didn't even see the fourth quarter. Um, and they've been blowing out teams. Um, again, the defense is probably the best defense in the league as well, let alone having the best offense and the best defense in the league. I think all around, I know they lost to the Dolphins, but they were in Miami. Let's huh? talk about... The Rams or the Bills and whom they've beat. 
Go for it. The Rams. Yeah. Reigning Super Bowl champions don't look like it. Right. At all. Literally just melting at this point. I mean, they're still a three and three team at first in their division. They But go ahead. They Keep going. Their internal issue, yeah. the, the fact that Cam Akers isn't gonna be there. Uh, well, yeah. We, we already talked about, about them. Them. Yeah. All right. Next. Okay. The Titans. Okay. Going to also first in their division. Okay. Keep First going. Their division, but they haven't played division that many division games. So I mean it's Who the Eagles also beat, by the way. So just <clears throat> So I mean I'll get to those in a second. They lose to the Dolphins. It's a close game. It's in it's in Miami. It's I give it, you know, it is what it is. They lose to the Ravens. A decent squad, but again, not great this year. They're three three, also first in their division. You're throwing out the fact that they're first in the division because they've those teams that they've beat. See, you're 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 skewed on your numbers and how they're and how they're the first in the division situation. <laughs> well, we 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 talked about this a little bit last strength week of schedule and and the 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 teams in the NFL this year across the board is there are a lot of middle of the road teams as far as record. The, the the level of competition is getting closer and closer in all these divisions. And you have your couple outliers, which you see right now with the Buffalo Bills, the Eagles, the Giants. Which I know just... what it is. I just saw it. <laughs> it's the fact that they blew out the Steelers who just beat your team. That's your argument right now? <laughs> that I don't know. I, 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 so, so, so what you're saying is they beat a team that's actually pretty good in the Steelers. Is that what you're trying to say? Because <laughs> that's another division like leading team in the, the, the Tampa Bay. The Steelers are fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm. It's okay. I'm sorry that you feel upset. If you want, you can submit a claim to our HR department. <laughs> I'm. I'm thinking about Listen, it. Listen, Karen. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Can I speak to your manager? Absolutely. Uh, no, I, 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 I can I respect the fact that you I, I can agree to disagree with your trash can rankings and the fact that the Eagles can't be a, the number one team in the league because they're undefeated and yeah. Okay. We'll see. It's, I mean, there's it, a lot, there's it's, a lot it's of definitely an argument for both teams and again, I gotta say, Gage, these rankings aren't as trash as I thought they were gonna be. See, I think I think we might need to change these power ranking names for next week. No, no, it's it's like slightly okay, it's um Febreze trash, trash can rankings. That's what this is right now. Lightly yeah, Febreze. The second is certain team that shall not be named. If they do win this coming up week, they might be in the number five spot again. Who knows? Yeah, no, they don't belong there. Yeah, I don't they think they won't make it back. And once and as as long as we keep seeing that team in the top five, it'll be a trash can power ranking. Okay. All right. Understood. That's all the NFL talk right now. Um, let's talk about Major League Baseball playoffs. Uh, yeah. A lot happens very quickly. <laughs> it's hard to really go oh, God. week so to fast. week um, and have the conversation. So, Ben, why don't you break down what, what, what's, what's happened with the MLB playoffs and if there's any topics we need to talk about. Um, yeah. So, we already have one team moving on. 
the uh, Houston Astros. I see what you have, did there. Uh, yeah. Um, they have moved on, uh, winning their, uh, their their head-to-head against... Who did they play against, even? Uh, <laughs> uh, Seattle. Seattle, yeah. that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. because... Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the Mariners kind of blew two games in Houston. Yeah, it was not tough for them. And then not pretty for them. Um, uh, the Yankees officially tonight. Yep, they uh, closed out. They closed it out, and they are going to be playing the Astros in the ALCS. Yep, I think that'll be a good matchup. Honestly, um, you know, Guardians, those those good old Guardians, they gave it the old, like I said, thing, a good old college try, but. Uh, just too much, too much firepower. So we got um, the we got the revenge matchup. The you know, the 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 stealing signs gate. Yeah, we got to put gate on the end of it, right? You got to <laughs> put gate yeah. on the end of everything that was controversial. Yes, banging on the wall in the outfield gate <laughs> was a trash can or something, right? Something it, weird like that. They're watching TV was, back yeah. there. Yeah. Anyway, so that that'll be interesting to see. Yankees and Astros, they seem to be like a rival at this point. Yeah. Um, and then you have uh, the Phillies and Padres who just started off their uh, five-game series for uh, them. Seven-game series, I'm sorry. Seven-game series for them. And the Phillies are currently winning 2-0 to zero, uh, in the middle of the seventh. So, And it's That's in San crazy. Diego. Yeah, they were able to pull away. That. They were the wild card, right? Yeah. It's very interesting that um, the Padres and Phillies are playing. They are ranked five and six, respectively, coming into the National League playoffs. Sounds yeah. like an NHL playoff ranking. Right. So, um, yeah, there's, there's definitely going to be some, some more stuff happening, obviously, over the next, uh, next week that we're going to keep an eye on to see, see how the, like I said, they come, they come fast because I mean, it's like, Seems like you turn around and they've already played four games, and you're like, "Oh God, didn't they just start playing yesterday?" Like, yeah. yeah, I think we were talking about like we thought maybe that the NL would be the team would whoever comes out of the NL would be like the favorites to win the whole thing. I know the Yankees and Astros are you know put up some good numbers this season as well, but we were, we were looking at it like between the Mets, the Braves, and the Dodgers. Dodgers, yeah, like having so these like this the great Dodgers just records. Melted. And like, having tougher competitions and, and tougher paths to go through to get to the World Series, and I obviously that pro it is proven correctly that they had the tougher paths because they're losing to a five and six team. Yeah. So it's yeah, uh, it's it'll be interesting. Um, very interesting um, to see how that plays out. I always look forward to the to World Series. Like I, as much as I, I'd love to say I could watch more baseball and everything like that. It's like one of those. I, I mean, I just make sure I pay attention and get to, a chance to watch some of the World Series games. Um, because it's it, you know, what I mean, if you want to uh, kind of put it in terms of you know football or whatever, it's like watching the Super Bowl. You know, possibly seven times. You know, I love I I love the World Series trophy. It just looks like a murder weapon. <laughs> It it looks like an accident waiting to happen. Yeah, all the flags sticking out of that thing. Like one person right. trips and falls, it's gonna they're gonna look like one of those. You ever get those allergy tests where they put the the, the pad in your arm and just oh, yeah. kind of test to see? Like that's gonna happen to somebody right in the chest. Um, waiting for that to happen one day, and I'm gonna be like, ha, it happened. Yeah, well, it's kind of because you think of like 
the Stanley Cup, right? Like those guys are always dropping that thing or like falling with it. Who's or- dropping it? Oh, I've heard stories. It, NHL, it, NHL, what? No. Maybe a Tampa it, Bay it Lightning may, player dropped it, but it's... It may have happened. <laughs> okay. And dented the it's cup. A, it's a good possibility that it happened. And by the way, what other sport has an actual personal security guard for a trophy? None. That's right. Well, so, but they don't... They don't parade it's prestigious. In, like, yeah, uh, I guess. Uh, anyways. The Stanley Cup is the most beautiful... It's, championship it's trophy pretty, in sports. It's a pretty, it's a pretty it's, uh, I, trophy. I, if uh, if I were to put rankings on it, I definitely put it in one. Yeah, maybe we'll do that another. We'll do that on another podcast. Rank championship trophies, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we'll also rank playoffs, uh, best playoffs in sports. But speaking of Stanley Cups and um, you know pucks and things and and cups, um, the NHL we're. We're we're in now over a week of games played. Um, it's a little tough to really week to week talk about the NHL. Um, you know, especially because each team will play like two or three games in a week. Um, there's 82 games across the season, so it's tough to really say what's going on in the sport, like we were doing with the NFL, and really die, you know, diving in and analyzing it. But I'll give a couple of topics and get your thoughts on it, gentlemen. Um, so the Rangers last season kind of came out of nowhere and um, really jumped jumped the it jumped ahead of schedule. A lot of people say yes, they had some big pieces in Mika Zibanejad and Panarin and Kreider and but you're seeing the emergence of young defense um, and, and a young goaltender there. Um, some a third line that was together last year. Now they're kind of split up throughout the lineup in what they called the kid line in Heedle and um, and Kako and uh, Lafreniere. So they 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 started off pretty strong. Um, they they've 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 got three wins this season already. They've already played four games, um, scoring a lot of goals. Shesterkin, who just came off a of Vezina Trophy win. Um, is playing well as as well. So it, you know the Rangers really hitting their stride, picking up where they left off. They replaced Strom with Vincent Trocheck, and he's fitting in, you know, perfectly. It looks like on that second line with Panarin and with Lafreniere. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys have caught any of it yet, but it, it, it's you know the Rangers look pretty good, and that's coming from an Islander fan. Um. Another Metro team that we're seeing some things with. Uh, I'm not sure how they're faring right now because I know they're playing against your Tampa Bay Lightning gauge. Uh, they but have they have officially won three to two. Who had won? The Flyers. The Flyers. Okay, so is, this is going to support no. what I'm what the topic I was bringing up here, which is John Tortorella immediately changing the culture in the Flyers. Flyers were like the worst team in the league last year. No talent, you know, they shipped off their captain Giroux because they knew it was time to make some changes and to start the rebuild. They're three and zero already. Um, it's I know it's early, but they've knocked off a couple of teams that are are, are should be a big name here um, and tough to play against throughout the season. And, and some that Vegas probably would say are are strong contenders for the cup. In again tonight was the Tampa Bay Lightning. Who's having a little bit of a regression, but it's again, it's it's so early, it's so early 
Lightning will turn it around. I'm not worried about them if I'm a Lightning fan gauge. Um, I'm sure they'll pick some things back up here and they'll be just fine. They'll be in the, the conversation again. But at the beginning of the season, John Tortorella even came out on the radio and everything. It was like, there's a, there's a culture issue here in the, in the Flyers locker room and he doesn't like it. <laughs> um, he called his team out and that's something that Tortorella's always done. He's always he has always done that, and again, Gage, you should be familiar with Tortorella, right? Yes, yes, very. You know how he does things. He comes into a locker room. He holds people accountable. Uh, he might be one of the best coaches the league has right now. Um, over the past twenty twenty five years, you know he has he has one cup under his belt with the Tampa Bay Lightning. You're Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, were you even born yet? <laughs> I, I listen, listen, I, <laughs> listen. Do you do you remember the the goaltender's name for the Lightning back then? Yes, Hobby Bullen. Hobby Bullen. What's his first name? Nikolai. What's my son's name? Uh, Nico. Nico. Or uh, Nikolai. I mean, anyone can look up a history book and call someone just, something. Just, just saying. I'm not Russian by any means, but obviously, I had it. <laughs> it's a great name, though. You should have called your son Hobby. That would have been a great name. Um, speaking of history and old things, um, Toronto being good. Um, so Toronto Maple Leafs lost last night against Arizona Coyotes. Toronto has been named the, like the favorites to potentially win the cup this year and even come out of the East. Um and, and especially that Atlantic division. And they're just like they're just the same old Toronto Maple Leafs again. It is early, but they have so much talent in offense, defense. They upgraded uh, their their goalie a bit here, and it's just like it, it, it doesn't. I, I don't understand with Toronto what's going on there. Um, there'll be a story we're kind of keeping an eye out throughout the season and, and where they they lie in the record books because the standings and everything. Because this they're a hot topic. Um, Again, the joke that I always like to make is that my New York Islanders have more home playoff wins in Toronto than the Toronto Maple Leafs had <laughs> since John Tavares signed. Um, that's a little fun thing I have going for myself. I, I'm physically raising my hand. Yes, raise your hand. What, what's going on? When did Seattle get a hockey team? What? The Kraken? <laughs> uh, this is year two. Last- Oh, okay. yeah, I was gonna say last year was her first year. Yeah, they had the expansion draft and everything, like the same thing they did with the Golden Knights. Um, Who happened to be a pretty good team for being an expansion team, and I mean, oh yeah. So I mean, these expansion rules and everything that they've had these past couple, you know, for these past couple of teams have been different than uh, the way the expansion rules were for like when uh, when the Panthers came into the league when. Uh, when Nashville Predators came into the league, it's it's been a little different, and the way it went down is basically, and, and this kind of was the same, where you protect players, um, you're, you're protecting players on your roster, and you're kind of leaving some some other players on your roster up for the expansion draft, where the the new team coming in can 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 take them off of or off of the other or the rest of the teams in the league. Um, what happened a little bit more with the Golden Knights and also with 
the Kraken was that teams were making deals, basically. They were basically saying, you know, trading them draft picks to say, don't choose, like, you have to choose this player for my roster. And so what they were doing was that they were getting, and it's funny because the Golden Knights, you looked at them, they're like, they got all the rejects from the teams. You know, all the team, all the players that the, 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 these other NHL rosters said, take this guy, please don't touch my others. I need my other players. And here's a draft pick for your troubles. And the Golden Knights took it and turned it into a quality team. All these guys came in. They were actually pretty good players. Um, and they had a chip on their shoulder. Um, they had a good goaltender in, you know, in Mark Andre Fleury, a cup winning goaltender two times. Yeah. Um, so they 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 have they had some experience and everything, and they say the same thing with Seattle. It uh, didn't really work out as well for them, but they do have a lot of young talent on that team. Um, some 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 good young talent, and they could be a force to be reckoned with in the next couple of years. Um, but they did they definitely didn't have the same uh, the same build um, that that were, was done with with the Golden Knights. And and they even Golden Knights, the GM used the draft picks and everything to make other deals to bring in other people and more trades and any anyway, good. Yeah. It it was interesting. Um Yeah, no, cuz I I mean, I just remember from a few years ago that you know, the Golden Knights were like it was their first year or something like that, wasn't it? And Yeah, and they made it to the Stanley Cup finals. Stanley Cup. Yep. Yeah, like almost won a cup in their first season. Yeah. Yep. Pretty crazy. Which, I think mean, the Panthers went far in their first year as well. Um, if I remember correctly, um, I don't. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they went far in their first season, but I don't. I I, I think maybe the Predators had a good run in their first season as well, but like nothing like the nothing like not get, what the Golden not, Knights not getting did. A couple games, away, yeah, from winning the whole thing. Yeah, definitely not. Um. A big story in the offseason, and we're starting to see it unfold a little bit this season. Again, it is early. It is Johnny Hockey, as he's called, Johnny Goudreau. Um, he was on Calgary, didn't want to stay there. He basically wanted to go somewhere. He said uh, closer to home, which is New Jersey, by the way. Um, he, he's from New Jersey. So he said closer to home to raise his family because his wife was pregnant. And they're going to have a kid and everything. Um somewhere a little more quiet and potentially so instead of coming to long island which is close to home or the devils which is close to home which is home um he went to ohio um columbus ohio for the with the blue jackets and they weren't they weren't a good team last year they've kind of been on the border and they haven't been good since tortorella left um the last head coach that 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 took them deep and up into a playoff race and he signs there um they have a couple of young pieces there but you know he's demanded a lot of money and maybe he can hurt them long term in the cap they're oh and three right now um but everyone's saying he's having fun being johnny goudreau there on a losing team i don't understand that we'll see how things play out for him um he might have just really wanted a quiet life where he can go and play hockey and actually have fun playing hockey. Right now, it's not winning hockey, but you know, let's see what they happens. Won today. Huh? Did they win today? 
Yeah, in overtime. Oh, there you go. There you go. And, and again, Patrick Line um, is out right now. So that that's that's a big piece for him to play with. Um, they got a couple other players there, but they had to ship one off in Bjorkstrom, um, to who who was a who was a solid piece too, so they can afford him. So there's there is that. Um, so we'll see what happens with Johnny Hockey. But his team, his former team, the Calgary Flames, uh, don't seem to be missing him. Calgary Flames also did a trade getting rid of their alternate captain in uh, Matthew Kachuk, who's now down in Florida, who's fitting in amazingly there. It's actually, this was like one of the one times that I think I've seen a trade that's that's worked out for both teams. Um, like, like great for both teams. Both teams improved from it. Um, you had you had Jonathan Huberdeau comes over to Calgary. You had uh, Mackenzie Weger, who's a young and up-and-coming defenseman um, th- that came over as well in that trade for Matthew Kachuk to the Calgary Flames. They're producing. And then they signed the Stanley Cup champion, Nazim Kadri, the second-line center from the Avalanche last season. Um, he's in Calgary as well. All of these guys are performing, and Calgary's looking pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good without um, Johnny Hockey and Matthew Kachuk right now. So those are some teams that definitely want to watch. And uh, yeah, my Islanders just won 5-2 to two against the San Jose Sharks. Oliver Wallstrom, a couple goals tonight, which we're hoping to see some more out of, out of Wallstrom here on Long Island. The Islanders are a team, man, that, you know, obviously it's my team, but they didn't do much in the offseason. So we got to see if our young players are going to step up one thing I do want to mention about the Islanders, Noah Dobson is amazing. Uh, he's so good. If anybody has watched um, any hockey and watched any Islanders hockey, you'll notice Noah Dobson. He's 21, I believe. He, he came into the league at 18 years old. He was one of those players. He got drafted. And instead of going back to his, his either his um, you know, ECHL team or his junior team, the Islanders were like, no, he'll sc- he's going to stay with us. He's not even going to go to the AHL because he's not going to learn anything there. He's too good. And he just stayed with the team, sat, played a couple of games. As like, you know, you don't usually see that. A lot of times you'll see when you draft a young player, they'll send them back to either their college team, um, they'll send them back to the KHL or something if they're from Russia, or the Swedish Elite League, if they're playing in Sweden. Um, you'll see them send them back to their their their... ECHL team, WOHL team, whatever Canadian league that they were playing in, in juniors and stuff. There's so many leagues. Um, they'll usually send them there and say, go play, develop some more. You know, we don't want you just sitting here and not playing. We need you to get playing time. Or send them to the AHL team, which is the minor league. So um, he's really, Zidane Chara really helped him a lot last season. And you know, taught him how to play defense a little bit more and, and to be a professional. And Dobson is really picking it up. Um, he looks great this year. Um, but that's 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 hockey stories right now. There's definitely some teams um, that are surprising. Like we said, the Flyers being up there at t- on the top. Um, the Kings have won a couple of games here on U.S. soil. They lost two games over in... Uh, in the Czech Republic when they played the, the overseas games to start the season, but they're undefeated here on American soil uh, or, or North 
American soil, and they've actually won games pretty handily there. So they look like an interesting team that they're developing quickly as well. But yeah, that is hockey from me. Does anyone have any hockey stories or thoughts? What do you um think about the, the Leafs goaltender Murray being out for four weeks? Do you think it's going to hurt him? Uh, hurt what? Matt Murray. Yeah, no. What'd you say at the end of that? I'm sorry. He he's no he's um he's hurt for four weeks. Do you think it's going to affect him severely to begin the year? Uh, I mean, the thing is with the with with the Maple Leafs, they have so much talent on offense and defense. It sh- almost shouldn't matter who they put in net. <laughs> Honestly, they 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 put a, a couple of trash cans, um, in there like we're playing street hockey, and they should be able to win games. Although they did lose against um, the opposing AHL AHL, uh, Zamboni driver. They have done that. That is one thing. (laughs) I think I may may come to each podcast with a a new Toronto meme. um, Because there's there's so many out there. Yeah, they lost to a Zamboni driver. Um... I remember that. That was crazy. Emergency goaltender. Yep. Insane. There's so many. They they have like a whole bunch of memes and stories like that. For how does how does that even work though? Like, you can't go into a baseball game and not have like somebody on the roster. So here's what happened. They can't. They they, they carry. They're carrying two goalies, right? Right. So they came in. The one goalie had either got sick or something bef- right before the game. Um, I forget if the, the goalie, the starting goalie got hurt in warmups. And then they didn't have a backup there. They have the emergency on hand at the arena. Um, then the backup goalie got hurt during the game. So they had no choice but to bring in the emergency goaltender. They can't call someone up from the AHL to get there. They can't pause the game and be like, all right, we we'll just waited a couple of hours for the AHL goalie to get here. Right. You know, if it happened the day before, they do the emergency call up and bring a backup goalie from the AHL or wherever. They call them up. But that's not what happened. It literally happened before the game started. So there was no backup goalie for the night and they couldn't get an emergency backup from their own squad fast enough. That's how that happens. It's happened a few times. Oh. Yep. Interesting. And that's how the NHL works. It's not like uh, baseball where you just bring an outfielder to pitch. Yeah. (laughs) So do you have your name submitted in for the Islanders one day? Or how's that? I'm not a goalie, so no. I mean, you know. No, there's no this way. Doesn't... I'm way too small. <laughs> um I'm I'm bar- like I'm I'm like five seven, maybe close to five eight. I think I'm barely five seven. I don't know. There's no there's no way that I would play goalie and be able to play goalie. They have plenty plenty of people. A lot of people that work for like the, the office and stuff. Um you, like you sales know, Wink used to be a goalie. I do know Wink used to be a goalie, yes. I do know that he's got his name on. <laughs> very much know that, which is why we become friends because we talk hockey all the time. Very but cool. yeah, so the NHL is just getting started. I'm excited, as you could tell. 
I can literally just talk about hockey all day. Um, I'm like so Ben with with NCAA college football over there, and um, all his different teams. And I'm like Gage when it comes to trash can football takes about the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of nice that we all have like our area. Gage is Gage is probably the most well rounded. True, true, true. I mean, it may not be substantially true information. <laughs> yeah. They could be rose colored, rose colored glasses. Oh. Information is information. Okay, so <laughs> it doesn't have to be good information. <laughs> <laughs> Take it with a grain of salt, people. All right, well, fellas, it's uh, it still took us a little while to do this one, so uh, on that that was a lot to talk about. Yeah, it it just you know it just seems to be where where the action is currently. Just a lot packed until each week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you figure we cover four, well, four sports, but I mean, obviously football, college football, then NFL football. Yeah, a little bit of baseball, and hockey, and yeah, we didn't touch. We haven't touched basketball yet, really at all, and. Yeah, yep. that season's the, starting. So the the busy season of sports has officially started. All oh, the yeah. leagues are, are going right now. So, oh, so be interesting. All right, fellas. Well, I appreciate it again, everyone. Thanks for listening and tuning in. We uh, appreciate all the listeners out there. And again, please feel free to check out our Twitter page where you can find the links to be able to listen. To your favorite on your favorite streaming, whether it be iTunes or Spotify. Um, also, remember that any uh, monetary uh, donations or anything like that, it all goes to uh, helping kids in underprivileged areas to uh, pay for sports fees and equipment and stuff like that. So uh, I know it's greatly appreciated on that end. But uh, fellas, that's thanks for hanging out with me again tonight and. Uh, Have a great week, and uh, we'll catch you next Tuesday. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. All right. With that, we're out. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.